It's Sean. Happy 420. That's when I'm recording this. And happy almost record store day. It was so cool to get to chat with local record store owners. Beyond that, it's cool that Colorado Springs has several record stores, actually. We have at least four that I know of. So thanks to all of those owners that have jumped on this podcast, What's New Now, and chatting with me. I know they're busy, especially this week as we're headed towards Record Store Day on Saturday. This episode features Brian Ostro from What's Left Records. What's Left Records popped up during COVID, which is crazy, right? We talk about that. And being in business with his brother, Sean. They're local staples here in Colorado Springs in the music scene. Uh, Let's just dive right into it. It's Brian Ostro on What's New Now from What's Left Records. Brian, I'm wearing a shirt that I got in your store. Yeah, you are. Charles Bronson. Funny story. I got it first at a show that you put on at the Black Sheep. 7-1 Grind. Yes. And then I gave it to somebody and then I regretted that I gave it away. And then I saw this one in your store and I was like, I'm buying it and keeping it forever. That's right. Well, well, that's a good idea because it's a good good shirt. <laughs> I've got Brian Ostro in here. Um, welcome to What's New Now. Hello. How are you? Now, Brian, <laughs> you wear many hats. I know you as scene dude, bartender, metal guy, record store owner, and just all around cool dude. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I know myself as me. <laughs> You're also a dad. A husband, a dad, um, but you have a long history in the music scene here in Colorado Springs. Um, Just real quick, before we jump into your record store and what's going on, record store day, I just want to tackle real quick, like, get to know you, because I've been thinking a lot about Colorado Springs and how transient it is and how many newcomers we have constantly discovering small businesses here and, of course, these radio stations and, of course, concerts, the music scene, all of that. We have a pretty lively music scene so let's uh, jump right in and talk about your history here. Okay, yeah. So I was born on a cold, cold night in 1987, <laughs> uh, California. But then I moved here when I was one. So I'm pretty wow. native, I'd say. So, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so i um, been here since I was like one and a half. Um, grown up here. Been playing in bands um, since I was probably about, you know, like, since probably about like 2003, 2004, since I was, you know, about like 16, 17. You just um, started picking up instruments? Yeah, and... just started kind of playing guitar and, and stuff You have stuff a brother, like too. Yep, I have a brother, my younger brother, Sean. So we've both been doing music and bands together for a while. You know, we were in a band called Verrotter together. and we uh, In a band called Blighter. We're also in one called uh, Night of the Living Shred. Um, oh, right! Um, that's that <laughs> band. Uh, yeah. Um, do Sell that. It. Yeah, Sell it, so dude. we've been doing that for a while. Um I've always wanted to bring a lot of community to this town because I've met so many great people that are like great musicians and great um, artists and stuff. And I've known so many people that think of this town as just an evangelical military town. And though that's a part of it, there's so much more to it. Yeah. So I've known so many people that have like moved away and been like, this town sucks. Let's move to Portland or Denver or somewhere bigger where it's where there's already a scene. And I've always just thought, why not? stay here and create something here instead of go move to where it's easy and where it's already done. So I've always, yeah. so we, I've been booking shows, you know, probably since about 2004, 2005. Um, in 2010 is where I think stuff really kind of started making a lot of sense with me. Um, I started a zine called What's Left Zine. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a zine to 
cater to like local artists. They could put whatever you know art they had, um, local art, uh, local musicians, uh, little politics, like all kinds of stuff like that. And that's how what stuff what kind of was born. should be exactly yeah. what a zine should be, and that's mm-hmm. kind of how that was born. Then we started booking stuff at a little. DIY space called Flux Capacitor that we did, like a little basement so, spot. So famous, right? Now. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> funny. We were like, "Oh, it's so cool!" And like, eh, there's times where there's like six people in there, and we're just <laughs> getting drunk with our friends. But that's what it's all about. And then we started a through what's left. It also became a small label where we just started putting out records for you know friends' bands and you know our bands and you know smaller stuff like that to get it showcased. And then flash forward to now. Where what's left is a what's left records is a record store where we have kind of all of that. We've got zines, we have records, we've got art, we have kind of everything, and it's kind of made its it's it's made its final form. Well, you make it sound really easy, and I think you're living the dream of you know a lot of young people um, that have this desire to be in a music scene, to be in a band to be whatever a part of all of that but it's not that easy i mean it's just maybe not more natural to some people like you where you just sort of progressed into all of these things yeah i mean it's definitely takes a lot of work and sometimes i'm just like ugh, like i don't want to do it sometimes like for instance uh during like the pandemic and stuff when i couldn't book shows anymore i actually like was like stoked on it to just have like a year off to just kind of, yep. you know, not, you know, reviewing stuff. And then yeah. that's actually how we opened our store, too. We weren't, mm-hmm. I wasn't bartending or booking shows or anything. So my brother and I were out of jobs. So we just took our unemployment money, invested it into opening mm-hmm. a record store and giving ourselves a job pretty much and still having a place for people to listen to music and, you know, mm-hmm. go get music and be social in mm-hmm. the safest way that you can. I think it's great, and What's Left Records is great. It's cool to have watched it sort of like progress over the past year, um, because what is the anniversary now coming up on your store? Um, it'll be August. In August of twenty twenty two, it'll be two years. So. Amazing! I remember when you guys opened the store, and I was like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> I'll be honest. I was like, oh, everybody... "This seems really crazy." Yeah, and I love it. <laughs> everybody, everybody was, but um, at the end of the day, it's like. We weren't doing anything else at that time. It gave no, us something right. to do. And I, I would rather like try at something and fail at it than never try at all, which yeah. is what most people There's do, like a so. bunch of quotes about that. <laughs> but I'm going to quote you now from now okay. on. Brian Ostro, I'd that's, rather try something than fail at it. Never fail at it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Well, congratulations to you and your brother and your family because I'm sure it was a team effort. Um, you both have... Uh, lovely families. I only know that from Facebook and at random shows meeting yes, your well. <laughs> your wife and daughter. So congratulations on that. I thought talking to you and a couple of other record store owners in town would be cool before record store day because it's real different now. So what has happened? Yes. Yeah, so the whole point of record store day was to get people into record stores and, you know, small brick and mortar stores and to support it. And Though that is still a big aspect of it, it has kind of turned into how most things happen with, like, major record labels. Um, It's turned into a big profit game, kind of. So, I mean, they always have special limited releases and stuff. And so that's always been a really cool thing about Record Store Day where you can go get this special release. It's really cool. But now they just kind of put out whatever they can. Like, they (laughs) every year they put out some U2 album that's, like, literally 
one song like with four different remixes and sell it for like thirty dollars. And like for instance, one of the one of the big record store day releases this year is Rick Astley. I'm like, are we getting Rick rolled? I think we might be. Like but... uh, you open the record or something, like you know, and it's just him. He pops out like a genie, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, that would be great." I give you three wishes <laughs> together forever. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so it's just vinyl's been coming back, and it's really really great. Um, and I'm grateful for that. Um, however, with that, like I mentioned with the major labels, um, it makes it harder for smaller record shops to be able to operate and stuff because they they are they're putting out so many albums that we kind of have to order because we want people in line to be able to get what they want. Um, but you also but they're want so them expensive. there to go into your store. Exactly. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. We want them to go into our store and see what we really carry and all of that yeah. instead of, you right. know, a Rick Astley album. Um, <laughs> right. Which we or, will have on April 23rd. Or whatever, like, Prince David Bowie version of something. Um, that's the, like, I was going through the, I was on the website, the Record Store Day website, and I was like, I don't know how much David Bowie stuff I could own at this point. Like, yeah. it's so deep. There's and, a couple of different David Bowie releases on, oh, it's on this one. Too. Yeah, yeah, everyone, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just gotten weird because all it is is about a lot of those. And for smaller shops, they'll order all of that stuff and not really necessarily know if it's going to sell, if it's what mm-hmm. people are looking for. Because there's so many releases and we can't order all of them, you know. Yeah. So we but- got a good little chunk of what we think people are going to want and, you know, have people come into the store. And we're going to have a really good day. We're going to have sales on, like, regular items. We're going to have, like, a little small small show as well. So it should be fun. No, that's the whole, really, that's the reason we still go out or try to is like all that other stuff too. I don't even anymore look to see what I want, like go hunting for what I want. Because a lot of the stuff is very limited for sure. And I'm just like, oh, maybe I'll find something else. I just want to be there with everybody and hanging out. But uh, why don't you throw out some highlights of what you're excited about? So I'm excited. I mentioned that there's going to be a show. Um, I'm excited we're going to, so we're going to open from... We'll be open from 10 o'clock to 7, um, and uh, we're going to just have regular record store day st- stuff like all day, and then at 5 o'clock, we're going to have um, a special free acoustic show with uh, Kepi Gooley from the Groovy Ghoulies, really wow. cool, like punk rock band. Um, yeah. So he's going to play like a special acoustic set, and we're also going to have Luke Blanton that's in a local punk rock group called The Slights wow. that we're going to play. So it'll be a fun little acoustic show where you can still shop and get records and stuff like that so that's it. a big highlight and then there's some cool records there are some cool like rsd releases like there is um there's a cool ramones box set that has like mm-hmm. all of their like 80s albums all of like it's got like every single one of them wow it's got, like brain drain and all of that yeah. stuff yeah so that i don't really see very often so that'll be coming now uh jazz sabbath uh it's like Kind of jazz renditions of Sabbathy tunes, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a yeah. So there's some pretty cool ones. I'm I'm getting excited for it. Good. I'm mm-hmm. excited too. And I just thought it'd be cool to hear, like you, you know, from the other side of the counter. Exactly. And <laughs> what it's all about. At the about. end of the day, it's really cool. It's still bringing people into the record store, and I'm very happy and positive about that. I just think sometimes having to order all the records is it it becomes a a lot sometimes. So. Yeah. So please come out and make it so there's not a lot for us. You and know, come buy and those albums. Buy those albums <laughs> so they don't just sit. So I don't have Rick Astley staring me in the face all day. <laughs> so 
somebody please right. buy it. <laughs> yes. Like, take my wife, please. Right. <laughs> um, I, well, awesome. It was so great having you in. I just want to applaud you again. You Look, you could move away from here and go try other music scenes, but they don't exist in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. They're very minus, even in the big cities. I mean, we have... How many, like four significant record stores, at least in just this city alone. Pueblo has some that are popping up. Yeah, It's pretty amazing. And then I hear from, you know, people out of our area, like, man, you guys get so many shows. Uh, it's just so lively. It's incredible how many venues you have in Colorado alone. So sure, that's fine. Go. <laughs> Move to Oregon. It, move to Seattle. Exactly. Good no, luck I with love that. Here. I'm very, very, like, very happy about our scene, and I love it. Um, I've toured and stuff a bunch, and, like, every time I go to other places, too, I realize how great we do have it here. Yeah. Most of those people that complain about things haven't really been anywhere else or haven't yeah, really and, done anything right. to improve it either so <laughs> yeah. good riddance that's right awesome brian ostro uh we look forward to record store day i hope you don't mind us driving through with donuts not at all please do and please copy do. I'm super and all that. For that. Wait, how early do people start lining up they start you... lighting up usually around like seven or eight kind of we'll, we'll be open at 10 Dang. so yeah usually i usually start seeing them at eight last year there was one guy that was there at like Around seven, seven thirty. What do you remember? What he was in line for? Do you remember what he wanted? So there was a few people that were actually in line for like Aerosmith, which is funny. So, <laughs> yeah. What? Did, what? Yeah. You're like I can do Aerosmith. Just I know, watch me. Right? Exactly. Here you got a feather boa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll see you at the next show, and I'll see you on Record Store Day. Absolutely, and I'll see you as we shut this down, and I'm walking out of here. So. <laughs> that <All right>. too. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Man, Brian's so cool. Thank you so much for jumping on the What's New Now podcast, man. And I hope to see you at Record Store Day, whether it's What's Left Records, Independent Records, or the Leech Pit, or maybe you're going to all of them. Either way, do what these guys said. Buy some other stuff. Record Store Day is cool, but their other stuff is cool too. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Also, With all of these episodes, Record Store Day episodes, make sure you follow them on their socials. I have links everywhere. Tell your friends about them. Do some shopping, and we'll see you at Record Store Day. Rate, review, subscribe, and follow us on our socials at X1039 Radio. I'm Sean. Thanks for listening.